sports yak. Oh, One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here. And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Shack. Sports Shack. It's Sports Shack. Welcome back, pop culture fans, to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I am one of your hosts, out of breath, Daniel Posey, and joining me, from, as always, from across the internet is Drew Douglas, who you're not out of breath. No, I have been. I've been under the weather and just feeling very sluggish. I think that's because of the Halloween hangover, more or less, just the fact of getting to a point where we get so pumped for the month of October and Halloween that I think it's just recovering from the fact of just binging so many horror movies. But we're on to the next big one, which is going to be Christmas. We are enjoying the holiday movies. I'm already getting in the spirit by watching Jack Frost. Not the Michael Keaton Jack Frost, but the, <laughs> the horror one. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. The the Michael Keaton version though is just creepy. At what point do you start watching Christmas movies? I don't. I'll, I may ease into it by watching horror. Now this is like a great way. So listen up, studios. This is a good bridge between Halloween and the holidays, like after post Halloween. This is a great time to release your scary movies that are set in the holiday spirit, like Gremlins. That's, you know, gearing up for the holidays, set around Christmas time, but it's still scary. Wouldn't that be great? Like the week or two weeks after is when you start getting those horror holiday movies or holiday horror movies. I mean, I'd be okay with it. When is the uh, new Ghostbusters set? Is that like a summer type film? It looks summer to me, but... Because they were talking about like some, remember, because I want to say Finn Wolfhard says in the very first trailer, remember that summer we almost died in somewhere Oklahoma, something Uh like that. So I'm guessing the entire movie takes place during the summer. Mm, I mean, I think it was supposed to, not that it matters, but it was originally coming out in the summer too. Well, I'm glad you brought up Ghostbusters because we'll be talking about Paul Rudd today. And not and not uh, not afterlife. Well, I will have to see, but that's <laughs> that that's a good tease because we are going to discuss our pop culture pickums for the month of November. So we both have a list. Our top three favorite things. Now this could be movies, music, TV shows, books, anything pop culture that we're excited to talk to you about. So let's get that party started and kicked off. Drew, how are you starting your list? There's actually a lot of options. I would say maybe um, this month has the most options of any month so far this year. So for me to get this down to three was tough. Mm -hmm. I'm starting off with the new post-apocalyptic sci-fi drama, Finch, (sighs) coming November 5th to Apple+. Plus. It stars Tom Hanks as the last man on Earth who builds an android to keep him and his dog company. 
The trio then go on a dangerous road trip across the country. This was supposed to hit theaters in October of 2020. That was delayed because of the pandemic. What I'm kind of thinking, at, you know, right now at the moment, we need to enjoy Tom Hanks while we can. <laughs> Finch, number three. I don't know how, how old is Tom Hanks before I say that. I, a, I know he's not point. like, he's not like 89 years old. Let he's me 65. See. Yeah. He's 65. Oh, okay. So okay. we're in the, we're in, um, the fall slash probably winter season of Tom Hanks's life. Let's enjoy it, guys. Interesting. This does not, to me, this looks like a good movie to stream at home. Now, I, I got to ask you, it's Tom Hanks, it's a robot, and it's a dog. Will they kill the dog? They're going to kill Tom Hanks before the dog. I was going to say, I think of that trio. <laughs> I think I think it's going to end with the dog and the robot, and Tom Hanks will have died. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I honestly think that's the ending of the movie. Well, and, that, and that's what, when, when I answered that way, I see it happening that way too. It just seems weirdly, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to say predictable, but that would, that's my guess after first watching the trailer. Now I'm getting a lot of Chappie vibes from Ooh. this. And you were, you were a big fan of Chappie, right? Yeah. People hate that Neil Blomkamp, dude. I've liked, you know, I think every one of his movies that I've seen, I haven't seen uh, Demonic yet. Oh yeah. But yeah, I like Chappie. I still think the teaser for that is one of the best teasers ever made. Yeah, that's good. I, now now I want to go back and rewatch Chappie. My number three is going to be released on streaming along with theaters. It's going to be a simultaneous day release. And that is the HBO Max slash theaters release of King Richard on November nineteenth. Oh. When I first saw the trailer, I'm like, this looks good. This looks like a good movie. But there's something about, and I don't know if it's fall and football or what, but I've just been thinking recently, man, I want a good inspirational sports movie. And I saw the second trailer. And this happened to come out before a movie that I saw um, most recently. And I did not I did not go looking for the second trailer of King Richard. I was kind of ignoring that. And I thought, I'll just wait, watch it with my family over uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Well, anyways, I did see the second trailer for King Richard, which tells the story of the father of Venus and Serena Williams and what it was like raising his daughters, but also what it was like getting them into the world of tennis and kind of the budding of these two superstars. And this movie looks so freaking good. It does. Will Smith looks amazing. He looks stunning. But you know who else looks really awesome outside of the young actresses who are playing the Williams sisters? John Bernthal? Yeah, Johnny B. Rocking an awesome mustache. Johnny B. Uh, Yeah, I've only seen the first preview, and I think he's only in it for about seven seconds. He's in the second trailer more. And this, everything about the second trailer is it hit the feels for me. And not only is it like one of those great inspirational stories that it looks like, all right, this will be a good, good movie to watch streaming. The second trailer got me hyped enough where I'm like, you know what? This would be like a fun movie 
that you would take with a family out to see. Like a good, almost like a holiday movie that you're in for the holidays and you want to go do something. You would go and see this with them. But I'll probably just, I'll see it at home. But man, this just, this looks so good. Uh, my number two is uh, also going to be streaming. It's the new MCU miniseries, Hawkeye. Ooh. First two episodes will be released on Disney Plus November 24th. There are six episodes total. Star Jeremy Renner as Clint Martin, a.k.a. Hawkeye. Uh, the great Haley Steinfeld, who my wife absolutely hates. <laughs> Got Vera Farmiga. And uh, I guess Florence Pupu is expected to pop up at some point. Give us that Yolena. This was almost my number one. I, I've watched the trailers and the TV spots for this thousands of times. This will be, I think this could end up, oh, I'm worried though. There's something about this that, like you said, it could either be really good or just awful. No, it's going to be amazing. They, I they are, so. I think, heavily lifting from that comic run from everything from the marketing to what's going on in the previews. I think this will be pretty good. I, I would go as far to say I, this will be the best um, Disney Plus series, MCU series. Over Loki. Which isn't going to be hard because two of them are average to just poo-poo. Oh. Loki I liked a lot, though I have not necessarily wanted to revisit it. I could see myself re-watching this several times. Yeah. I've kind of weirdly grown to love Hawkeye. I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe it is Jeremy Renner's performance, but I really like that character. And you know, if we couldn't get an end like a solo movie with him, six episodes of a show, I think it's you know perfection. Remember whenever they try to bring him in to replace Matt Damon in the Bourne <laughs> yeah. franchise, and they're like, uh, "No, that didn't quite work out." And then they tried it again, and Mission Impossible. <laughs> I know. I feel like this guy is like. Like they want, they're really wanting him to be like a huge action star. Maybe, maybe he's just not that, you know? I do like Jeremy Renner, um, but man, I still think it may be his best role, the town. Yeah, he's fantastic in that because he goes a, a little against type. He's mm -hmm. in two um, shows this month. I don't know if his other show is on your list, so I won't say anything else, but. <sighs> November is a big month for uh, Mr. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, he's he's a busy guy, or at least he's getting his name out there a lot. And we'll be able to see him in action big time. I will segue into my number one pick talking about many big Wait, stars. Number, number one, you got you, you to do your number two. Number two, yeah. But, so my number two, I'll segue into that and say many big stars in my number two pick. Let me just go down the list here. We've got Jeremy Irons, Salma Hayek, <laughs> Al Pacino, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, and oh. Lady Gaga. Well, Not the Salma Hayek that you were thinking, right? You're forgetting one. Well, I knew it wasn't going to be Eternals. Uh, it's not the. Um, you're forgetting one name, Ridley Scott. And Ridley Scott, yes, I am so pumped. There's something about this movie, and I think it's mainly sold on Lady Gaga's performance, but also Ridley Scott. It just, yeah, it, it's Ridley Scott. I, I mean, it just mm, 
So, so he's got two movies back to back, you know, but month to month. That's kind of wild, right? And not only month to yeah, back to back months, but both movies with Adam Driver in the lead. I would argue he's the the lead actor in this. Um, we need Gaga. to say what it is, by the way. It's called House of Gucci. House of Gucci coming out November twenty fourth, only in theaters. And you know, it's it's so wild because Adam Driver was um, Ridley Scott, The Last Duel, which is just so wild that movie ended up bombing. Um, it's not wild. <laughs> well, I mean, but just the fact that it it's so poorly managed by 20th Century Fox. True, true. And I think they ended up just dumping that. And I'm worried this movie could end up suffering from some of that. But I think there's enough built-in audience with Lady Gaga getting the House of Gaga to go see the House of Gucci. Because this movie just is, I'm not seeing the second trailer and I'm trying to avoid the second trailer. But all I can say is freaking Jared Leto looking <laughs> like unlike Jared Leto once again and yet another movie. But the fact that this movie is all about three decades of, as IMDb says, love, betrayal, revenge, and ultimately murder involving Gucci. Uh, this movie to me is just something about this oozes excitement i'm i'm just very very excited to see uh lady gaga and her follow-up performance to a star is born can i say i did not know selma hayek was in this movie i was saying her name to kind of be a uh a red herring if you will well, to, I know Jeremy Irons isn't in Eternal, so you should have flipped it and done her first. I I almost did that, but I'm like, yeah, maybe that way if I do her second, you're like, wait, is he in Eternal? <laughs> this looks good. I still need to see The Last Duel, which I'm sure is going to be dumped on VOD very, very quickly. Yeah. I'm as, surprised it hasn't yet, honestly. I, as I told you, it's one of those because I went in and it was just, I was the only one in the theater. Which makes me so mad because that's like my life before I die. I want to go to a movie theater and see something on the big screen with only me in the auditorium. Uh, I guess I'm just not choosing the right movies. I should have done The Last Duel. Or the right showtimes because it's it's all about... Because I thought for sure I would end up going in and there'd be at least one other person, but no... It was a private screening of The Last Duel. Now, I got a question. If if no one is in the auditorium, they didn't sell a single ticket, do they still run the movie as normal? That's a very good question. And I think this is what happens. Because I've told you my story with The Walk, right? The It's the yeah. Robert Zemeckis. Okay. You showed up kind of late and they were pissed. Yeah. So I think, and I never asked them, but it was on the IMAX. It was a freaking IMAX. And... Uh, so I show up and I think it was like the last preview or whatever. And then the it's like 11, 15 at night. Yeah. And I think they were turning off the lights and they're getting ready to just shut it down. And think I think manpower, out. the company you <laughs> made the company spend however much to run the movie, pay the employees for just one son of a gun yeah. in an auditorium. That's who, what theater was AMC? AMC IMAX, yeah. You're just like sticking it to AMC. They had to pay that one night Loves. when they could have got some people off the clock and not run that movie. I'm the reason why they almost went belly up in 2020. Ooh. 
Man, Ridley Scott, though. Yeah. And again, another artist that w- let's enjoy while we can because he's 83. He's no 65 Tom Hanks. He's 83. And How many more freaking movies can this guy crank out? He does... I've, 2017, he had two. 2021, he had two. He's got one coming up called Kitbag. I've never heard of that. So I'm curious what your number one is. Numero one, the miniseries revival of Dexter premieres November 7th on Showtime. 10 episodes make up the limited series dubbed New Blood. It picks up 10 years after the series wrapped up after eight seasons in 2013. Star Michael C. Hall admits they didn't stick the landing. And after all these years, they have a good story and a reason to be back. And they want to end the show on a high note. I don't think I can come up with a worse series finale than Dexter. Like it, <laughs> it is the, I think, probably the worst one I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's uh, whenever I saw that this, because I kept forgetting that this was coming out. And when I, when this was at at the top of the list for all of the, you know, the new releases for everything in November, I'm like, well, this is definitely going to be your number one. Is Eternals your number one, do you think? No, it's not. (laughs) Was it ever, was it in your top five? No. I don't even think it's in my top 10. No, we were talking about this, not to sidetrack. But as reviews continue to plummet on Rotten Tomatoes for that movie, the more excited I get. Yeah. And you and I have worked ourselves into an actual genuine anticipation for this movie. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what all the, the, um, well, like, why is it making people so upset Yeah, in terms of they think it's bad or it's, it doesn't, doesn't fit into the MCU. Like, I'm curious at this point, like, why is this so different? Mm-hmm. So, um, not on the list, probably not in my top 10. Cause again, there's a lot of stuff this month, but, uh, I've, I've worked myself up into kind of a frenzy over, I need to see this movie like right now. I'm, I'm getting to that point too with just how I, I weirdly enough like I keep thinking about it throughout the day I want to know why it's two hours and 45 minutes long yeah, <laughs> we're gonna, yeah. so we're gonna find out which uh we'll we'll have more on that here in a little bit I am going with an Apple TV plus pick for my number one hmm. oh I know what this is starting uh, one Paul Rudd yeah, yeah. As as I said, if we've got Paul Rudd, we'll be talking about Paul Rudd, which we are. And it's starring Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell in The Shrink Next Door. This is such an obscure little title and project, but it's inspired by a podcast. And the synopsis is a very short one. And it's the bizarre relationship between a psychiatrist and his longtime patient. The trailer to this, when it was released, hooked me immediately. And I thought, whatever's happening here, whatever does happen, I'm here for it. Will Ferrell looks so different. Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell, anytime they're together, comedic or serious, I can't get enough. These are like two long-lost brothers, it feels like. And I'm so excited to see them together. There's so much intrigue and just like weirdness behind this project. 
And the trailer, or the trailer, the poster to it, rather, looks so interesting because it looks like blinds to uh, a home and the blinds, in the blinds, you've got Will Ferrell's image. And then at the top through the head is Paul Rudd, like, peeking out through the blinds. And, like, the images, everything about this looks so interesting to me. Now, you said it was a movie, but it's actually a show. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I yeah. I I should say it's a, a mini series right now. Uh, they have eight episodes that are listed, and it will come out on November twelfth. Uh, they will drop the first three episodes on November twelfth, and then uh, I'm curious: will we get more than this mini series? The eight episodes for the mini series could it go beyond that? I think it'll end, but I don't know the story. Like this is hitting me all fresh like this is i'm coming into this blind and i'm curious to see what will happen and we're getting a one katherine hahn in this right after her wandavision's uh stint so this will be interesting to see these characters because hahn was in anchorman it'll be fun to see her and with the anchorman alum paul rudd and will ferrell so does this look interesting to you yeah it looks it looks really good Definitely something I'm going to be uh, tuning in for. Apple TV Plus hitting this with more and more original stuff. That looks really cool, really good. All, all I can say is that they're hitting us with more um, quality stuff than the MCU is these days. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know about that. Uh, Shang-Chi was good. Uh, yeah, really good. But then, um, man, following that up with the Eternals, I, you know, I can't wait to talk about this movie with you. I can't wait to see it. Uh, the plan is that we'll both be seeing this on opening night. Anyways, enough of that. We'll save that for the next discussion when we talk Eternals. So join us for that podcast on the next episode of Quality Check Podcast. But until next time, keep watching. Keep watching.